2: I got swine flu.
0: By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. My guests today are Margaret and John from the Lost and Found Travel website. Before we get to them, I want to tell you to go to the website. That's TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there. Please follow us on all our social media. Instagram, Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter, and Facebook, Travel Tales Podcast on Facebook. If you do go to the website, there are links to Stitcher Radio where you can subscribe to this show, and also iTunes where you can subscribe, and if uh, you are listening on iTunes, I please ask you to, please, please, please give us a good rating because that helps people find the show because it boosts. Our presence there, and that's always a cool thing. So I would appreciate that. If you want to write me, it's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at com. So it's kind of interesting how I hooked up with uh, Lost and Found Travel. Margaret uh, actually wrote me an email. See, you can write me emails, folks. It's very easy. TravelTalesPodcast at com. She wrote me and said that we know each other from way back in the day, in a time we like to call the 90s. Um, I was doing comedy in Chicago, and she used to work at the Chicago Improv. And through the power of the internet, she wrote me and uh, told me about her life now. She's still in Chicago, but she's traveling a lot with her husband, John. They have a website, lostandfoundtravel.net. Lo and behold, our worlds collided, and I said you two would be great guests for the Travel Tales podcast. And she agreed, and we did an interview. So let that be a lesson, folks. If you think you would be a great guest on the Travel Tales podcast, or you know somebody who you think would be a great guest, write me, and we'll do an episode. So please enjoy my conversation with Margaret and John from the lostandfoundtravel.net website. So tell me the name of your website and what made you start it?
2: Our website is Lost and Found Travel. And we started it after we got married in 2008 We got married, and my husband John lost his job the month before, and I lost my job the month after we got married. So our brand-new marriage was both of us out of work, and we had um, gotten money for our honeymoon in Thailand. And we were really confused about what we should do with all this honeymoon money and whether we should still go to Thailand. And we both decided that we could still go as long as we made something. As long as we made something artistic and pretty. Uh, So we did. We made our first video in Thailand. That was really John's doing, that first one.
0: Did you feel feel guilty that if you didn't make something that – you didn't deserve to go, or something?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it was two thousand eight, and everyone was being laid off. Uh, you know, and yeah, art directors and real estate people are the first to go. Uh, so, yeah, there was this real like spenders guilt, and so the make art uh, balm really seemed to cover that.
0: It's interesting how uh, a loss of a job seems to motivate so many more people to travel.
2: It's funny because it takes money. You know, it really does take money to travel. But in America, if you have a full-time job, you're never going to be able to do it. You just don't have the time. It takes time and money. And it feels like so often here you only have one or the other. So that time off of work is like, oh, well, if we're going to do this, we should go now.
1: So what was the beautiful art project you made? Uh, We shot a travel show pilot that... Edited was 18 minutes long. I, th- I think it's up to about 85,000 views now after, God, uh, seven years, yeah. which I'll take. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's on YouTube. People can find it. Yeah. You know, and it was, our, it was you know, um, I, I, work, I work in like print design. And so, you know, the Mac was easy, but, you know, editing was, was sort of new. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of what we did.
2: And we had no idea what we were doing. No Absolutely idea. Absolutely no idea. It's not like we knew Thailand or anything like that. We just thought, we'll just give this a shot and see how it turns out. And, of course, with traveling, as always happens, you just get bitten by the bug. You know. So even when we came home, our, we wanted to go back out right away, I think.
0: Yeah. So where in Thailand did you go?
1: Bangkok and where else?
2: Oh, so we started in Bangkok and we went to Chiang Mai. Yep, and
1: and then uh, Ko Chang, oh, the yeah. island in the south, via uh, Pattaya. Pattaya. Okay. Oh yeah, the, Pattaya. You know, I, the uh, I went to Party, party Town.
0: Yeah, yeah, I went to Pattaya on a on a media trip for playing golf. Oh, so oh. I went on a golf media trip to Pattaya, which I wasn't a huge fan of Pattaya, but uh, yeah, I, I like the <laughs> islands much better. I've been to Koh Samui and. Uh, I think Kopenyang or Kopey P, that's what it was.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got right out of Pattaya. We left there pretty quickly as fast as
0: possible. Yeah. Well, you didn't want to go
1: to the red light district and yeah, uh, I mean, well,
2: come on. I don't know. I mean, we wandered around. Uh, what was fun
1: is when when Margaret would be in front of me and I'm I'm a I'm a tall one and she's a medium one. Yeah. The 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 prostitutes could see me and so they they knew that I was with my wife and it was all like sawadika yeah but when i was in front and margaret was behind me they just thought i was another john and so it was like (laughs) sawadika you know the whole time we were there
2: and then i'd appear and they would totally back off yeah they would change instantly yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. they're they're not used to seeing women on that street yeah
2: exactly what they were a couple of places really surprised to see me actually i think (laughs) a couple of places yeah
0: so how, do, how was your first experience in Thailand, and have you been back?
2: We went back to Thailand. We decided to go back after our yeah, trip. To, well, hold on. To yeah. wrap
1: up. We, did, we had a great time. We were actually there during um, uh, Obama's swearing in. And so there was this whole swell of Thai people coming up to us and just being like, Obama!
2: Obama! 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 <laughs> like
1: nonstop.
2: Yeah, we were proud. Yeah,
1: we were it, proud. It was a real, inter- it was a real interesting time to be an American abroad. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun time to travel. Well, I mean, they had gone through
0: eight years of the dark times traveling. Yeah. That was uh, that's right,
2: that's yeah. right, and being sort of embarrassed, right. you know. Yeah.
0: So uh, you came back with all this footage, and when so you had this pilot was your was your first option to, or your first choice to try to sell it as a TV show, or you as hosts, or what was the deal?
1: Uh, well, you know what was funny is uh. I'd never tried to edit something with like a through line or a story. And so what I'd said I would do first was I was like, you know what? I'll just take all that street food I shot and I'll throw something together. Uh, and then that turned out to be our first like viral thing that like really took off. And then, you know, the, the, um, I I probably spent like nine months fussing and finessing like a first time playwright over this edit, you know, where I was just, I couldn't leave, I couldn't kill my babies, you know, so it was still super long and I, you know, it, it, the pilot took me a long time. <laughs> right. So I was kind of over it when I was done with it. You know, it was like, a, um, it was a much more difficult birth than the stuff that I don't know, the channel evolved into.
0: Editing is weird like that. I mean, you're, you, you, you yeah. get so, you're so tired of seeing all the footage after a while and you don't even know if, because you're not interested in seeing it anymore. You're just, is anybody else going to be interested in seeing this? Because yeah. I'm sure tired yeah. of it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, over the years, I've developed this like rule where you're not allowed to finesse any transitions or put on any effects until you have the real rough cut done. Don't watch it again because it's a great way to waste like seven minutes uh, and then you make a few tweaks and you watch it and you're proud of it again and time flies by. And so, yeah, like do the rough cut without looking at it and then do your stuff. And then I also – I've done this before. Get a little drunk when you do your final cut and you're <laughs> kind of mean – uh, and so you're a little more like, cut it, yeah, trim it, yeah. you know? Well, your attention span goes down when you've
0: been drinking. Yeah. And then you're going, well, maybe that helps in the, uh, you know, modern attention span.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> a, a little drunk, too. You're almost uh, mimicking the state of most YouTube audiences <laughs> from like 10 o'clock at night till 5 that's in the morning. Good point.
2: Good point. Yeah, yeah, so. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: So when did the website come in? We did that first. We did it so we could blog from Thailand because blogging was this brand new thing, you know, in 2008.
2: Yeah, right. still pretty new. And we we were pretty cute with our, with our lost and found name because we were really searching. Yeah. We were, you know, both of us being out of work and stuff. We weren't really sure what was happening. So we came up with that lost and found because we felt like we were really both. And I think what's interesting, and we'll probably get there, but even – you know, eight years later, I feel sort of the same way about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you come back from Thailand and you have this footage, but you still have to make a living. Did you did you find jobs? What happened?
2: Actually,
1: the company that laid me off hired me back with a raise. Oh, so so the crash worked <laughs> so then, out for somebody. Yeah. So all of a sudden there was, and I also, I got paid overtime at that job. So I kind of like double dove in so Margaret could kind of get her stuff going and I could Put down travel money, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, so... And cameras are expensive. Yes, yeah. they are. So, so yeah. uh, what was the next
0: trip after that?
2: So I believe we were swimming in the waters of Thailand, and I said something like, if, if you take me to India, I'll, we'll have babies. She
1: said, take me to, <laughs> She said, take me to India for my 40th birthday. When we get back, I'll make all the babies you want.
2: <laughs>
0: You know that almost well, you know that could we, be that could be construed as a threat in
1: some yeah way. exactly
2: so uh, exactly right we still have no babies so let's my, just
1: make that clear. Uh in fall of 2010 we spent about three weeks in, in India then
0: okay yeah. so I've done India as well and give me your uh, itinerary did you do this all alone or
1: did you go with like a tour group oh <laughs> we we don't do tour groups we're really big on the free travel so we did we self booked the Golden Triangle. And then exited via Mumbai because it had an international airport that had a direct flight to Chicago. So uh, the Golden Triangle would be what, Delhi? Uh, I'm sorry, Delhi, Jaipur, and uh, then pop into the Taj in Agra.
0: Yeah, okay, gotcha. So you didn't really explore uh, – I mean, it's a big country. So you yeah. Know, yeah. You got a, a taste. You got a highlight reel.
1: Yeah, and we did, we did something that a lot of people don't do, which was spend – Seven full days like in Chani chalk in old Delhi,
2: old Delhi, not new Delhi, wow. old Delhi. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, you know, blow your nose at night and black comes out. <laughs> you, you, want old Delhi? You, went, you went hardcore. Yeah, we did. And, um, I shot another street food thing there that is our mega, mega hit millions and millions of views. And it's what drives our YouTube channel, yeah, you know, right? because YouTube loves a hit and then they recommend things after it. So if you've got that one, you know, yeah. it's something to hang your hat on. What street food and uh,
0: what made it so popular? Is it because uh, I didn't? I haven't seen this yet. I'm sorry, but did you? Oh, no um, did you get uh, violently ill like I did in India?
1: <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm a. I was a food service baby. So you know, I was a bar back when I was ten. So I, I really am pretty good at picking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I did is I went out at like six in the morning in the morning magic light, uh, and in India you're either being stared at or you're being ignored. And they kind of all just ignored me. And I really shot this really honest, like India wakes up and there's a lot of working class dudes whose families are somewhere else who got to eat. And it just, it just, it just, you know, sometimes you you don't even know what I didn't, I wasn't making it on purpose to be some epic thing. I, you know, I actually, I think the edit took like four minutes where I purposely just strung scenes together. Um, But every now and then,
2: man, you step in it. It's real day in the life, that video. And, and I think I think India is where this this real focus of street food, yeah, really came into being. And we were still in the videos; I was still in the videos. But I think at that point we became a little more um, like independent, independent from language and independent yeah. from
1: like shooting a video with just music and the real streets. Anybody anywhere can watch it. Then you know, and as soon as an English voiceover starts, you know, the French yeah. tune out. Yeah.
0: Well. The- did you decide at that moment that this was going to be more of a, of a food focus?
1: Yeah. You know, like from the success of the first couple of street food videos, uh, and it's kind of what I do with my time on the streets anyway, it's, it seemed like what we should do.
0: It's amazing because, you know, I have a strong stomach and I've told this story on, on the show before. But uh, I, I've eaten street food all over the world in, in, in poor countries and Cambodia and places like that, but uh, never got sick. But uh, yeah, India, India took me down. After took you to- and we never could place it, you know. No, uh, I mean no. it could be anything. It could be a drop of water on the plate. It could be, yep, no. you know, the food. Yep. You never know. So we we never pinpointed it. But it was the longest night of my life.
2: Yes, uh, and to get sick like that in Delhi or in India must be something. No, there, no. That-
1: I was in Udaipur when it happened. Oh, oh no! Oh. Uh, yeah. one of the silliest things I've ever done was on a subsequent trip to India for some client work, which we can sort of circle back on if you want to. I went out, ate street food, uh, went to Kamal's, the world famous Kamal's, Uh, had stuff as I walked around, got on my direct flight, took sleeping pills and conked out. And like in retrospect, if that street food had come back at any point when I was with Prince Valium, it it would have been the worst, the worst, the dumbest thing I'd ever done.
0: wild travel thank God mine happened when we weren't uh, I was in a group and we weren't traveling the next day so I could just stay in the hotel room with air conditioning and it had air conditioning thank God yeah but um, yeah it was brutal it was brutal because other people weren't so lucky because to be sick on a bus with no Uh, with no bathroom uh, we had to pull over oh no yeah people ran people people ran into the weeds that kind of uh, thing yep oh that's bad not fun
2: is rough if you're completely healthy yeah,
0: yeah. no it's hard yeah. yeah the other place people always seem to get sick is um egypt that's always a big one and mexico oh, okay. of course but
2: yeah, yeah we haven't been to egypt but that would probably not be a lot of fun either
0: yeah me i haven't been there either so i mean for for the i don't want to say novice traveler but for someone who hasn't been too much around the world india is really jumping in deep i mean did you have some big cultural mistakes
1: that you made uh no we really wanted to see how hard we could stamp that passport the next time around Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like uh we have a phrase we have a phrase sometimes we talk about with destinations which is an old ass man can go to italy but you need to be young to like hump it across the desert or you know what i mean so um yeah yeah,
0: you know first world stuff
1: yeah, we right. we're get, we're, get the hard stuff out of the way before you, while your knees are still good. Yeah, I agree.
0: That's a that's a that's a good motto. I mean, did you? Yeah. What was the we toughest were... part? I mean, it, it's. I mean, I, I try to describe India to people, and it's it's kind of like it's amazing good and amazing bad. It's every extreme, you know.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's, it's still in, the worst. And, and... Yeah, still the worst poverty I've seen anywhere. Yeah,
2: And the, for me, it was, you know, definitely the garbage, the piles of garbage just everywhere. And then the the lighting on fire of those piles of garbage, which tend to be mostly just plastic water bottles
1: yeah. or diapers.
2: Yeah. So it's just this like plastic burning. Oh my gosh. It was really hard. And I think we both, at least I really realized in India that, It depends where your brain is coming from. You know, if you're in a really horrible mood in India, it's going to be rough. It's going to be much harder. And if you can somehow find your own personal peace, India is going to be a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, it tests you. It it definitely
2: is a test. I think that's what we wanted. I think that's why we went there. We wanted to see if we could handle, you know, not just pretty Chiang Mai, Thailand, but something a little rougher. And and if we liked that.
0: Now, with that much humanity there, I mean, when you see a billion people in one place, it's uh, maybe that is that the reason you chose not to have kids?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe it was. Absolutely. India like, is this, like, yeah. No, you know, this planet does thing. not
0: need more. That's what you. That's it's the what, last
2: that's thing. That's yeah. what
0: India teaches you. It's like well, India, birth yeah. control is not a bad thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. And even a little bit, you know, I think it's um, you. You can go to India to remember how excellent your own country is.
0: Yeah. It makes you appreciate things for sure. It does. Yeah. It does. So after
1: India, where where was next? Uh, then we decided. Uh, okay, so another another way we sort of decide where we're going is the general question of: ha- Have James Bond or any Indiana Jones been there? <laughs> because that's that like Pan Am sixties era of travel. Sure. That we kind of we love the destinations of. So that was Marrakesh.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I've been trying. I still have not, but it's on Ugh. my list, and I almost went uh, last year. And I keep talking about it this year. I was talking about it up to even like next week.
2: Oh, is that right? I was
0: trying to go. And so now what time of year did you go?
2: Oh, October.
0: October. Okay. They say the shoulder seasons are the best.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was great weather. We love
1: the shoulders. It's just, it works with our jobs. So right. shoulders it is. Yeah.
0: And so Marrakesh, did you go to like Fez or any of the other places?
1: Yeah, we, we did. We did the kind of classic circuit with a, uh, a chef Shawin added the, the blue city. OK.
2: Yeah, that's um, beautiful.
1: And I'll tell you this about uh, like Marrakesh especially. There's like as long as you're spending money, there's a real it's a it's great. But like when you're not, the, the touts get really mean.
2: They're pretty, yeah. they're, they're pretty angry there. They're pretty angry. Pretty
0: aggressive, huh?
2: Very, yeah. Yeah. Like, and they're
0: mean. I've heard of this. I mean, yeah.
2: and I'm, so,
1: I'm a bad haggler as well. I don't like to bargain or do yeah. that. Yeah. But just in, like, um, what, what, what's the language rating on this show? Are you, can you bleep things for me? Say anything you or, want. I don't care. Great. So we're in Tangier at the end. We're walking, you know, it's, it's off season, so it's dead empty. And we're walking up the waterfront past, you know, all these hotels and stuff. And we get something to eat. And on the way back, there's a, a tout in front of his restaurant, and he's like, hello, good sir and good man. Please come into my restaurant and dine. I have the finest food. I have the finest table ready for you. Please come in, sir. And I said, well, actually, we just ate at like two restaurants up. And he points his finger right at me, and he goes, you're fucking garbage people.
2: Garbage people. <laughs> we are garbage people because we ate at the restaurant. We ate at the, the restaurant street.
1: near up the street.
0: Well, that's one uh, way to sell. That's, that's an interesting He turned so
2: test. fast. He did.
0: Garbage people. All right. Uh, We'll be here tomorrow, sir. Thank you. Exactly.
2: It's a lasting joke in our house.
0: You're garbage people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now we like it. We wear (laughs) T-shirts.
0: So give me me your overall quick rundown of Morocco and what you would recommend and what you would not recommend.
1: You know what? Uh, Fez is a general hustle. I'm sorry, not Fez. Uh, Marrakesh is kind of a general hustle. There's a, they're always trying to push you back to the, the Jamal Fana, the big square. Yeah. You know, like even if you try to go on a walk outside, they'll be like, sir, the, the square is this way. Yeah. You know, because um, that's where all the markets are. That's where the money's being made. Is. You got to see it so you can go there at night. But you really, like two nights in Marrakesh will just about do it. Right. There's not much more to sort of explore.
2: We got a private car and guy Sahara. to take us to the Sahara up through the high Atlas mountains to the Sahara. And that is maybe for me, I don't think it was the same for John, but for me, that might be one of the high points of any trip I've ever been on was to ride a camel in to the Sahara desert where it's so quiet. It's like the absence of sound. It's like a black hole.
0: How long did, you, did you camp out there? Just one just night. Just one night. Okay. And like, like... How, how long did it take to get out there and how safe was it?
1: It's 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 like being there's a camel master leading two tourists who are both riding camels getting their groins pounded for about an hour. Sure. Just over a couple of dunes, you know, it's not
2: Yeah, it's nothing deepest, major, yeah. You know, it's a real tr- and it's a tourist yeah, trap like any other. I mean, uh, you, you could hear other groups yeah. out there. You could hear music. There were tents all set up and the guy makes you dinner and all that stuff. Yeah, It's just like being on another planet. It, it, it was the weirdest feeling. And there was this real realization of uh, that. It was real, <laughs> that it was there, that this was a real thing, you know, that you see on TV or see around, I just couldn't believe that we were in the Sahara Desert on a camel. Yep. It was like the most amazing place I've been. I think.
0: So if Marrakesh was the hustle, was
1: there a cool city that you liked?
2: Uh, Fez, yeah, Fez is great. You should
1: you should add days to a Fez trip. Um, and and then Chef Shawan. is the town where they grow all the hash that people in Europe buy.
2: It's literally. Oh. Half
1: shown. and it's painted blue from top to bottom, and it's like being in an it's like being in an Arab Norman Rockwell painting. It is little children run over cobblestone streets an, into the arms of their grandfather.
2: Outdoor seating with yeah. bread and wine, and that's that's not really how Morocco is. Yeah, you know, Chef Shown.
0: So, how do you, how do you spell oh, that? No. How do you spell
1: that?
2: Oh, it's a big wait wait wait. Lesson. I got I got I got
1: I got to pretend I got to pretend to type it. C-H-E-F-A-U-O-E-N. A-U-O-E-N. O-E-N. Okay. Or just Shaoen. Once, once you've been there, that's what she'll let you call her. Is yeah. that tough, tough to get to? No, it's it's between no. Fez and Tangier. So if you're going to like exit via Tangier so you can – like we did catch a ferry to Barcelona and eat some pork and drink some beer. Sure. Um, yep. Which I would recommend. Uh, it's, oh. a, it's real easy to get to. And that it's I've done. It's, it's so worth it. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: um, I know there's also a, is it Esawara? It's like the beach community there?
1: Yeah, That's
2: We didn't get there, but everybody yelled at us because we didn't.
1: Because we skipped it. That's (laughs) that classic blue boat photo. Right. Yeah. 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 I hear they also
0: have some decent surfing there. Yeah, Yeah. it's
2: supposed to be beautiful there. Everybody really talked about that and loved it there. Okay, well, that's great.
0: So, uh, so you got Morocco, you got India, any of the other, uh, hard countries, quote unquote, tough countries to?
1: Well, uh, after that, um, we did, uh, a real, like we did three and a half weeks in Vietnam and Cambodia. Okay. Vietnam I've done. I did three weeks in Vietnam. Yep. Uh, I, I,
2: liked I, it love, there. I
0: love Vietnam. We love, love Vietnam.
2: Vietnam. Cambodia s- was a little harsh
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, only for, I only went to sim reap for i only went to sim for anchor Watt i didn't I didn't get to uh
1: the capital. non yeah. you, you know that kind of if you remember the movie leaving Las Vegas there was just that gray pallor over the whole movie yeah. yeah a city who's had an entire generation removed so there are no grandparents anywhere it has that like even when it's happy it's not happy it's you can feel you can feel the weight of a missing generation yeah, yeah. So, we liked Sam
2: so, Reap, though, and Anchor yeah. Wat was cool. Yeah, Anchor sure.
1: It's all that. Where in Vietnam Where, did you
0: did you just go down the coast?
1: Yeah, we started in the top, uh bounced around up there quite a bit, in and out of Hanoi, like three times. Yeah. And then just decided to fly down to Saigon. Oh, you um, flew, okay. Just because we had, we still had Cambodia ahead, and then we also had planned um some Bangkok time after that as a vacation from our vacation. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you didn't go down like you know Da Nang or Hoi An or no. any of that. Okay. No. That's that's
1: coming up someday.
0: Did you, who? What did you like better, Hanoi or Saigon?
1: Uh
2: Hanoi.
0: Hanoi. Yeah, it's like older, right? It's like yeah. Um, it's
2: prettier a little bit yeah, or something.
1: It's got that lake yeah. around it. And, and they really they
2: yeah the lake. Yep.
1: They really dove into that cafe culture after the French left. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but
0: uh, just uh, the the toughest part about Hanoi is crossing the street. Yeah.
2: You just have to close your eyes and just do walk.
0: Yep. Right. Don't you gotta, stop. You got to like throw away all your natural instincts to wait for traffic and just like walk into traffic and then just trust that they're going to they really ride their motorbikes around you. Yeah. And they do. They they're do. They're
2: really amazing. Yeah. They're really good at it. Yeah, we, you know, I thought that, um, I I wondered if they didn't like Americans. I wondered what they thought about us. And what was so great about Vietnam is that they do not not think about us. Yeah. It's not even yeah. on their radar. They won. They're not angry about it. We're just a notch on a bedpost to them. Yeah. So
0: they, to this day, they can't figure out why the hell we went there and what we were thinking.
2: That's right. You know, it that's doesn't right. make sense can... to
0: them. And it was like, well, yeah, you, what were you? What were you doing? Uh, yeah, and and you can't right. even explain it. And you are like, oh, no, no. So, uh, we, no. well, yeah.
2: Um, one of the big, yeah, sorry. We're sorry. Whoops. One of the big generals died while we were there. Yeah.
1: The man who played on the Tet Offensive died while we were there. So there was a, there was quite a bit of communist pomp.
2: It was something and they were so proud and they were so devastated and we got all wrapped up in their pride and their devastation. And so it was this weird mixture of like, being proud and devastated for them about the guy who killed a lot of our soldiers. <laughs> oh, right, right. It's just a really weird feeling, you know, very strange situation. Well,
0: it's it's an nice odd thing for Americans to go to a place where uh, we lost. <clears throat> yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, it's not like touring through Europe where we're like, oh, there's a great victory and this is all, right. this is,
1: you know, nope. Right. It's <laughs> and then uh, add to that, uh, my father was a Green Beret in Vietnam. Oh, okay. So he had a whole, there was the whole, like, dad, yeah. we're yeah. going to Vietnam. And he was like, what, 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 what? You know, he stumbled with that for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to the Hanoi Hilton and the Uh We didn't, the, the you know, prison? schedules yeah. being what they were. We wanted to see Sapa. So okay. uh, up in the north, you know, the terraced kind of yeah. rice fields and stuff. Yeah. And so-
0: I toured, did you tour the, the tunnels down in Saigon? Or-
1: uh, well, we we didn't, didn't, we didn't catch that, that one either the uh-huh. we were, at that point, at this point, you know, the street food game on our YouTube channel is up and running so hardcore that, you know, I know that an hour of filming in a market mm-hmm. is going to be, you know, we'll just, yeah. we'll just generate views. And so like, at this point, we really are spending so much of our time, like, I don't know, sort of working on the brand, you know, and the Vietnam trip was such a good example of that. Um, you know, so-
2: yeah, we were going to markets and uh, yeah,
1: and this was this was 2013. So was it 2013? 2012. And it was you know, brands were connecting with bloggers and vloggers everywhere. So we were you know we were really trying to up our game on that particular trip. Yeah. Such such good food
0: there. I mean, yeah. oh, oh my god. So good. It's so delicious and cheap.
2: Yep. And cheap and delicious and good.
0: <laughs> I know. It's yeah. like I just tried to my young nephew. He's he's like I don't like. He's not a big breakfast guy. And I said, you would love Vietnam because you have soup for yep. breakfast. You have your faux soup. And uh, he would go, that sounds good. And at first, to most like, Westerners, they think, oh, it's soup for breakfast. This is weird. And by after like five days, I was like, where's, yeah. my, where's my breakfast soup? yeah
2: where's my breakfast soup there's a there's a little vietnamese place around the corner that we love and we've become very friendly with them here in chicago and uh my husband will very often just go for soup for breakfast Yeah, just like there so good so good
0: yeah so yeah Yeah. uh, okay so vietnam any other uh highlights of your favorite countries
1: and, and, and then after
2: our next big one
1: after that uh There was a hotelier in Jaipur that I had sort of become friends with while we were there. And so I ended up solo traveling to India to go build him two websites for his hotels. And the trick about him is he's the hotel that like about a third of the best exotic marigold hotel is based on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's uh, the Hotel Pearl Palace in Jaipur. He's this giant Sikh. Uh, and he and I had sort of become internet friends, and and he wrote me while we were in Vietnam, and was like, "They're making a sequel. They're going to put my hotel in the movie. My websites are terrible, and no one in Bombay will call me back." And I said, "Okay, I'll I'll come." You know, and I'm an art, I'm an ag- art, uh, like an ad agency art director most of the time. Okay. And so, you know, the work wasn't the hard part, but like solo traveling to India was a little weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, did you um, stay in the hotel?
1: I did. Um, I landed in Delhi. And, uh, like, you know, went right to Jaipur and then, you know, there was so much work to do that I actually sort of was like hotel bound for, I don't know, like five days, you know, um, which was its own unique experience, like watching one day, two day travelers kind of all come and go. Right. Um, and you, you can't make a friend cause they're just gone the next day and you can't, you shouldn't even really like talk to people because while you're there working, they're on the trip of their lifetime, you know? So you should really just even leave other people alone. How long, um, how long were you there? I was there for about 2 weeks. Wow. Yeah, and uh just worked and worked and shot and shot and shot all of his restaurant food. Uh each of his rooms is kind of unique, so we had to wait for that, you know, golden hour after someone checked out, after it had been made up, but before someone else checked in. Right. Um but you know, it was great. He and I became just super friends. Uh
2: in fact, you've become such good yeah. friends that we're headed out there in, in October. August.
1: Yeah, September, October, somewhere in there.
2: Depending. And we're going to spend...
1: A hundred days there.
2: hundred days there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, with our friend, Mr. Singh, at his hotel.
1: Yeah. And you're going to
0: work remotely from there? I'm just, We're just going to shoot and shoot and, and produce. And work and work and, and, work, and yep. work. And then
2: we're going to go to Nepal.
0: Oh, great. I haven't been yet. I, I'm...
1: I'm so sad I didn't go there uh, before the earthquake. earthquake hit. Yeah, yeah. But oh. you know, traveling yeah. there now is the best way to put your money directly into the hands of someone who needs it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have friends. We've talked about it on. We've talked about it on the show that they uh, they've hiked to Everest base camp.
2: We looked into that. Yeah. I've got a little bit of an Everest thing. I yeah. always have. No, yeah. I'd love to do yeah. it. I've
0: been wanting to do it for a while. I did Kilimanjaro, but I want to do.
2: Oh, it. that's cool too.
0: Yeah, I want I want to do that one, and then actually yeah. the base camp is lower than Kilimanjaro, so
2: yeah, it does even. Yeah, and it seems like those treks and and all that stuff is really easy. That these are really fairly well worn paths.
1: Yeah, some yeah. of
2: them. I think the base camp trek is a is a little rough, but we're thinking about doing the Annapurna trek, which you can do on your own. Like you don't have to hire anybody, or porter, or a group, or anybody. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah.
1: And again That's since great. we you know we do kind of veer away from the tour group thing uh that you know I think we should still maybe hire uh a sherpa just to again to pay a sherpa yeah you know, maybe we'll just give him an empty backpack so, you know just to come with us but uh <laughs> um, we'll
2: see and then we'll see. our last our big trip before this one I think maybe our most ambitious was we did China for a month okay.
0: Yeah. wow I
2: see, and,
1: see I still haven't done mainland China
2: yeah china yeah. was crazy.
1: We made a big, huge sea from like Shanghai inland via the Yangtze and then back around back to Hong Kong, you know, so the southeast, really. I heard uh, that is one place
0: that's tough to do it solo, at least without some kind of guide or interpreter.
1: Uh, We also, I'll tell you this right now, the internet has changed in the last two years. We self-booked our way through China like a breeze. Margaret talked like dragon lady front desk clerks into free internet. I did. We were awesome. Wow. Um, it was not a problem. Yeah. And like, you know, there's so many apps now, like Say Hi and stuff, that will translate as long as you've got some internet. Um, okay. And that actually served us really, really well. We would yeah. we would ask people a question in, in English, and it would translate it directly into Chinese. And then usually they would say something into the phone in Chinese, and then it would translate back to, oh my God, this is magic. <laughs> and then they would say the next thing. So Say Hi is a new app? Yeah. It's this little very app. helpful. And then there's that one Google one that will like do signs and things. Oh, Google. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Google translate that'll do signs and stuff. And between the two. Um, we but you, did it. But we you, know. need a, you need an internet connection for both those though, right? Yeah. but
2: do. And and it, but there's Starbucks, you know, there's Starbucks everywhere. And, and you're is...
1: um, like, we have T-Mobile and we had, we had a 2G plan throughout the whole country as part of T-Mobile. And it worked uh, pretty well? Yeah, you know, you couldn't get uh, crazy with the uploads or the downloads, but, like, texts and those little translations were really pretty easy. And maps and GPS, too? Yeah. Sometimes the maps would be, like, shifted for some strange reason, so you'd be walking up and down the wrong street and being like, it should be here! Um, but yeah. for the most part, really pretty good.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, give me a uh, a quick rundown. If I got two weeks, or two or three weeks, where do I go
1: in China? You know... I regret starting in Shanghai and ending in Hong Kong. I would start in Hong Kong and Macau and work my way back to Shanghai somehow because, man, Shanghai is the tits. Yeah,
0: well, Shanghai. I've been to Hong Kong a couple of times. I've been, oh, Hong- okay. I've been to Hong Kong yeah. and Taiwan, I've been to, so I've done China light. Uh, I just right. haven't done the mainland.
1: Okay, well, we, uh, the two big cities we saw inland uh, were Changsha and Chongqing. Uh, and Changsha is the boyhood home of Mao, So it's just a little – it's a little weird, but it's very – it's full of malls and a lot of cool food. And then Chongqing is like a – is huge. It's bigger than any American city. It's gigantic. Um, And it's far enough inland that there aren't Western travelers even. Wow. You know, we walked into a hot pot restaurant and it was like the scene in Blues Brothers where the needle scratches when they walk into the African-American bar. And it it took us five minutes to get to the table because (laughs) 500 drunken Chinese businessmen and women – all wanted to say hi to us. They were so friendly. So friendly. And by the time I got there, I'd had four or five shots of that, you know, rocket fuel. Sure, and they were putting sure. cigarettes in my pocket. Um, and a Chinese man had filled out our menu for us because it was all in Chinese.
2: Yeah, we didn't understand about we, hot pot, so they yeah. helped us.
1: Is it,
0: uh, was it uh, Sichuan there because of the hot pot? Was it, were you in Sichuan?
2: It's pretty
1: much uh, like, um, Chongqing hot pot is its own unique kind of thing. It's really just a boiling pot of chili oil. Yeah, um, and everything gets dipped into it. I love that stuff. So it's really this one, it's this real specific, like local kind of thing, like that. Um, and you know, the beers just kept coming, and every, it was it was like being a celebrity, which happened to us a lot in China. Um, okay, give me your give me your uh, craziest China incident. Well, it's this actually. Uh, so at one point, you know these you know this is kind of the big China beers, they're the size of like a like a Paul Arner Weiss beer, like a yeah, big German yeah. bottle, but they're not super strong, right? So the, one of these guys brings one of those over and I was a pledge master at a big 10 fraternity. So that bottle of beer is nothing to me. And I drank the whole bottle in one drink. And again, the, the room goes bananas. At one point, Margaret at one point, Margaret is like, you're ruining the people's meals, uh. but I'm this big celebrity, right? So everybody wants their pictures taken with me. And this, this one guy comes up on one side and this one guy comes up on the other side and everyone's taking the photos and I kind of have to duck down to you know, get in the frame, and my arms are around them. And I, I made, because of all that beer and that Everclear, the dumbest choice I've ever made, which was to lift both of them up, like with my arms, like, oh. like you would cheerleaders. And I probably ha- held them up there for about a minute as like person after person took a photo.
2: Oh, and there's just clapping and, and screaming, just screaming and <laughs> more beer and more drinking <laughs> and cigarettes and more food. And it was... And and meanwhile, while John was off with all the Chinese people and he's holding them up, the cleaning lady had come over to where I was and she taught me how to hot pot. Oh, well, great. you were over there with everybody. <laughs> right. She taught me how to put everything in there, how to get it out. And it was really the sweetest thing. So I got my own little private hot pot lesson.
0: How about the uh, craziest street food? Did you do the insects? Oh,
1: you, you know, uh, uh Margaret is a, Margaret can find chicken and rice in every country in the world. Sure. Uh, and I have eaten, uh, the only thing I have left is balut. And the last time oh, I, was gonna it, the I, I was going
0: to. that's disgusting.
1: I was so uh, jet lagged when, when it was presented to me that I was like, I'm not awake enough to do this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had a solo trip to Vietnam too that kind of checked the rest of the boxes for me. Right, with that stuff.
2: But they, eat, I mean, China. You don't know what you're eating. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it is ox balls, yeah. and cow the, stomach. The street and... food.
1: The street food vendor who's got the giant, um, like, soy broth pot boiling with organ meat and a oh. scissors has oh. a line around the corner. Yeah. You know. Um, and then you know the the lady selling the little ducky shaped bow. You know, don't don't have anyone there.
2: Yeah, and so they're it's, chewing on the chicken che- feet like ah yeah. ah Yeah, it's something.
1: And you, you, there should be one chicken breast for every chicken foot, but it doesn't work out that <laughs> way know. when you're on it doesn't
2: the street. That way, no.
1: What does the, like an experience in China?
0: What did you learn that surprised you most of all that you didn't know going into it?
2: For me, um, two things. Number one, it's not it. What it didn't look like what I thought it looked like. It's not little red lanterns over little streets. It's huge
0: industrial, if any
2: industrial cities, and you know they
0: make
1: all our stuff. Yeah, they
2: make, and that was the other thing. We kept trying to buy something to bring home, you know, and we're like, oh, "It's all the same stuff." Yeah, it's it was cheaper stuff. It was cheaper to buy something
1: made in China on Amazon and have it waiting than yeah, it was to, to buy, buy the in one in front of you. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: But also, I think the people really surprised me. They're silly and fun and goofy and interested, and they stopped us and helped us and went even if they couldn't speak english they would stand there with us while we tried to figure it out i mean they were just joyous and kind of hilarious
0: so what did the um locals the chinese ask you about america most often what was their what did
1: they want to know
2: the most they could do is how are you yeah yeah Uh, and then
1: you know um because of the one-child policy, like, everyone in China is an only child, really, you know? And they don't have cousins. They don't have these things. Yeah. So when uh, one, one of the things we do with the street food is I take candy with me to give to the street food vendors as a thank you. But, you know, there were all these, like, doting Chinese parents that I could, like, slide candy to um, and say hi to the kids and stuff. And, like, the, the intensity that, like, f- four grandparents and two parents put into, the, like, the raising of this one child yeah. then is – it's really something. I mean, they just – you know, like men will men will carry a purse all day long because it says you have a woman, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really something. The, yeah. the 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 family thing is really such an intense deal there. That's yeah. really that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also, like, how little of China has heat in the winter? You wear a jacket inside, even at restaurants.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, they are they you know, there's all this like, oh, hey, us in China, let's go toe to toe. The Chinese could live off of dirty rice for a year. Yeah. Americans can't go without yeah. broadband for 45 yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yep. the one thing I you know
0: when you tour the tunnels oh. in outside yeah. of Saigon, I mean yeah. these I could barely even fit in them. Right. And these guys would live in there for weeks on end for, with <sighs> a cup of rice. And then yeah. <laughs> yep. and they had the whole you know jungle booby trapped and everything. Right. Just you going, "Oh, we didn't stand a chance." Oh, it's no, not no a chance at all. all. And then no. you, you can paint the same parallels yes. with uh, Afghanistan. You know these caves; these guys are yep. so buried Absolutely. in. You'll, they'll just wait us out. They go, "Okay, you'll leave eventually, and, we'll, and yeah. we'll come out, and we'll come out, and then yep. take our country back." And so it's I definitely see how got pointless it is.
2: Yeah, the Chinese. There was no. Um, no antagonism or anything like that yeah, at all. None. none. I got no feeling that the Chinese are over there hating America. Uh, that's and not how it no. was. Man, no. do
1: they love the NBA. Oh yeah, it's yeah. huge. The dream team, the original okay. Jordan dream team because of that particular Olympic game was broadcast all over China and they know they know everything about all the teams. They oh, do. yeah, and uh, like, the NBA point,
0: that's what they always do like ex, ex um, you know uh, games preseason games over there. They know their
1: brand yeah. is huge.
2: Exposition yep. stuff, yep. yeah.
1: And you know, like it's not something we follow. So, like I, I remember at one point, uh, we saw a kid wearing a Bulls thing, and I was like, "Hey, we're from Chicago." It's just trying to connect with him. And he turns to me and he's like, "How do you feel about Derrick Rose?" You know. And so, yeah, like, like, I, I oh, try to wow. stick some face. So I'm like, well, you know, I don't think he's tough enough to be a pro player. These <laughs> injuries to kind of tell the tale. I don't know. What, I don't know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> but he really took that real earnestly, like from an American and, and went on his way. That's great. Yeah. So, whew, crisis averted there. Uh huh. So, I mean, what's next for you? Where, where are you heading next? Uh, this, that India trip is, I mean, that's really going to be.
0: Oh, yeah. hundred, hundred days. That's, that's a lot of we're India. Even,
2: we're yeah. putting everything
0: <sighs> into
1: one of those pods the whole time, even.
2: Yeah, we're moving out of our place. And then we're both trying, I think, to work more away than here. You know, once we move out of our apartment, we had a pup who we lost this past winter. So there's less tying us to Chicago. We don't have any kids. Um, And we both have work that can move Can over move. there
0: well that's the key i mean as long as you have a strong wi-fi connection and how was i do remember in india at least once a day the the power went out or the internet yeah. went out or both yeah
2: yeah exactly right and it's totally expected and that's when you're like okay we'll just go take pictures <laughs> yeah back up and up your not stuff. get frustrated by it back but it yeah up. i think um we need to go we need to go to south america Okay. yeah, yeah, that's our we've been talking about that a lot. We've been sticking pretty close to Asia and its surroundings. So I think something we want to do is get get out a little bit more out of the Asia.
1: And like the fantasy of staying in the same time zone as you go north to south is so unreal to me. (laughs) Yeah,
2: very attractive. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's
1: very simple. Very simple. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that if sounds... America sort of keeps going in the direction that it seems to be going, uh, a wave is getting more and more attractive yeah, all the time. Yeah, boy.
0: I sold my place in December. You did? I did. Yeah, I, uh, that's I completely uh, downsized and purged.
2: Yeah, yep. that's exactly what we're doing, Mike, in the in the fall. That's exactly what we're doing. Get, selling and getting rid of stuff and putting it at a pod and taking off and see what happens from there. Oh, that sounds exciting. I know, It does.
0: Okay, quick. You can each uh, a quick uh, five minute rundown. Give me your uh, top three favorite countries, each of you.
2: Okay, so I would say for me so far, Vietnam I think is my most favorite. Thailand will always have a very special place in my heart, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and throw America in there. Okay. <laughs> It's, right. it's okay. Uh, yeah.
1: So, you know, we, we sort of made some friends on these trips. So we've got, we've got like buddies there now. So for yeah. me, it's, it's also it's, um, you know, I want to I want to see Vietnam top to bottom one of these days. Uh, India really has a draw for me. I'm, I'm curious about going back for a third time because the second time, if the first time in India was hard, the second time was like being inoculated. You know, I chose to get off the train an hour from my hotel and just walked like I was super fly down the street, just strutting and being like, hey, what's up? How's it going? How you doing? Like I was told it it was the opposite experience. And so I really want to see Margaret in India. um, And I want to see what it's like for me the third time when I'm really like inoculated to it.
2: Yeah.
0: Give me some names of places if there was a place that either of you would be okay with never going back to.
2: Marrakesh. Marrakesh.
0: Yeah, OK. Tangier,
2: <laughs> for sure. Morocco was rough on a couple different levels. But also really fantastic. Beautiful. Right. If someone if someone was a
1: tout, they were nasty. If they weren't, they were great. Um, a guy at a hotel said it really well. He said, every house has a toilet. Unfortunately, in Morocco, we make you walk through it first. <laughs> <laughs> because the t- those touts touch every tourist, you know? Uh, like, not everybody meets the great guy, but that tout who bugs everyone who walks by kind of sets a tone for people, yeah. you know?
2: I also don't think I need to go running back to China anytime soon.
1: Yeah. China can, China can wait.
2: It can wait. Yeah. It's,
0: I've had some uh, female friends ask me this. I mean, Margaret, would you not recommend a solo female traveler going to Morocco?
2: I think you'd be fine. Just be yeah. Just be tough. And don't. Yeah, I. it's fine. They're not gonna. I was never scared or nervous or anything like that. But they're not friendly. And they're definitely not friendly to American women with blonde hair. So right. as long as you're cool and can just walk with that and that kind of thing doesn't upset you. I think it's fine, and I think once you get out of i mean that's true of any Muslim that's going to be true of any Muslim country well
0: India was tough you know for women too i was, it we, had, was. we had some blonde women with I was with a group of like oh. twelve and it it was the weird things of that would have them they would ask their these women to like hold their babies and pose for photos and it's just yep. like she's not a witch I mean she's not like magic. Yep. <laughs>
2: I got punched. Margaret once, got
1: punched a little. In the
2: arm once. What? It wasn't any big deal, but I just kind of like a hut, like as you're walking by in a crowd. So yeah. just kind of.
1: We were in like a real like, like, you know, on the backside of the spice market, it's, it really is like 10,000 men laboring. Yeah. And we were kind of cutting through it. And there was that just real subtle, like, you know, you like don't belong flip. here. Right. You right. know? Right.
2: But I, again, John's a big, burly guy. Yeah. So. And we live in Chicago.
1: Right. Which is the worst place on earth, according to the media? Well, hey, right. Yeah, well, of course. And, yeah. and actually, it is pretty rough. Can... Do not do, do. believe the media, people? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, there come are on. not on our side of the city, but yeah, you right, know. exactly.
2: I learned how to ignore people here in Chicago. My
0: hometown. Do... You're talking about my hometown.
2: It's perfect and beautiful here. I was
0: just there to for the World Series.
2: Oh, isn't that wasn't that great? We're still flying. That
0: was fun. That was yeah. fun. We're
2: still flying, yeah
0: what is your dream for the site and where do you see it going in the next five years or so?
1: You know, there was a point when the site was like above us, you know, and we were reaching to try to, to, to this grand brass ring, but you know, as, as the internet populates and everyone with a phone is a blogger and an Instagrammer and stuff, we sort of stopped putting pressure on the site. Now it just really is, here's what we're where we are, here's what we're doing, you know, like there are no more grandiose dreams of like, we'll get a development deal. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's, you know it's because then right. you taint the work, you
0: know, right. if it's not it's fun, so, then there's no yep. point in right. doing it. I mean, yep. the, the, if, if, if you keep up with it, if, it, you know, if you try to do it to try to sell something, it's like anything, then it's going to be yep. not what you love. Exactly. And it's going to feel yep. like work. And then if, and it'll you know,
1: have, it'll have that stink on it. You know, re- it's re- like, light. yeah, here yeah. we are in Marrakesh. Outside the desert, wow. we travel the world just yeah. to meet people like this yeah. one. Yeah,
2: exactly. I don't really want I to do that.
1: I'll kill myself before I do that. <laughs>
2: right. So now we're just writing there and posting things there and tips and tricks. And, and I think our main goal now is just to see if we can actually work yeah. individually away.
1: Because we did use lost and found as a way to be like, hey, here's, here is a massive portfolio of my travel photography Mm-hmm. And now I get paid to be a travel photographer, you know? So it really, it was a great incubator for a lot of stuff. And, you know, we know how social media works in and out and it's been great. But yeah, I, I feel like we've gr- grown past it a little. No, I get it. Believe me, yeah, I get
0: it. it. Well, you're also, uh, past, you know.
1: But just um, like what we're looking for personally is is bigger than the blog now. Oh, that's great. Happiness, yeah. you mean? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know. And agency art director means taking it in the shiter all the time from the client, you know. Yeah. And so, like, getting to do work that I love uh, in another country and having the, the people really appreciate it. Oh, isn't that the dream?
0: Has your efforts for the hotel in Jaipur paid off? Are these, is business yeah. getting
1: better? They, um, they were just named top 25 in the world on uh, Traveler's Choice on TripAdvisor.
0: Oh, terrific.
1: Yeah. yeah. And people, people, you know, we, they're full when it's down season. What's the name of that hotel again? Uh, one is called Hotel Pearl Palace, and then there's one called the Pearl Palace Heritage, which is kind of the upscale boutique one that was in the Best Exotic Marigold sequel. It's
0: wonderful. So, are there links on your website to these places?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, they're in and around there. Yeah. Uh, you can also just like search Hotel Pearl Palace is a pretty easy way. Okay, well, give okay, us want, the
0: one uh, well, to wrap it up. Let's give us the names of your uh, sites and your social media names as well
2: cool uh on twitter we're lost found travel on instagram
1: we're lost and found travel uh, we're lost and found com. perfect and then youtube is lost and found travel you know yeah. we got to that name before the three other people on instagram who now also use it yeah. did
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> good call yeah, it's all well there. done yeah.
1: yeah okay
0: well finally what do you think all this travel and uh, the experience of not only just the site but You know, uh, going to all these other cultures. How has it changed you
1: guys as people? Wisdom. You know that when you admit how big what you don't know is, that is the first path to learning how big what there is to know is. Yeah. And so you know, really, when you when you meet a, a leper who's a tuk tuk driver who's noseless who's happier every day than you have been every day in your professional career, you know there's wisdom. It's wisdom is is what you get from that, you know? Right. Right.
2: And I was going to say the same thing, which is just compassion, which is just wisdom with some kindness behind it. Yeah. And just realizing how lucky, how freaking lucky we are, um, to have the life that we have and live in the country that we have and have the freedoms that we have. Yeah. 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 Just lucky. I realize now more than ever from traveling that I'm just lucky.
0: Yeah. No, that's yeah. that's it. Puts perspective on everything.
2: It does, yeah, it does. Well, thanks, guys. This was great, Mike. That was fun. Thank, Thank you, you so much.
0: I'm glad you could do this. And uh, hey, have a great time on the road. And if I ever get to Jaipur, I'll look you up.
2: Do definitely do, do. and look up Mr. Singh in the Pearl Palace. You won't be disappointed. Oh,
1: okay. okay, so well taken care of. Yeah. He, he this is and this isn't a plug at the end, but he washes his vegetables in purified water so that you can have a salad in India.
0: Okay, he, you, I'm Which already you know. sold. I'm already yeah, sold. You, know, you yeah. know what it's like. I mean, there's just, yeah, anyway, awesome. Just as long as he doesn't make me watch cricket.
2: Yeah, he won't oh, do that.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and next time I'm in Chicago, we'll, uh, we'll grab a beer. Thanks, you Mike, that was fun. All right, great. Thank you.
2: Okay, Safe to Bye. Bye. I'm all lost in the
0: I'm shocked, I not wanna shout I can't for my lane